you may remember that last week they discovered the lost city of light. Yeah. And it was so exciting for them. But what happened? Oh, that's right. They got captured again. What's up with that? So there they are. They're all tied, hands behind their back, ankles tied together, tied to one another, you know, tied to the trees. Oh, my goodness, they're just tied up everywhere. And what are they going to do? And they're all, all of their backs are towards the fireplace and towards the people. And they heard talking between two men. And Caleb said, Dr. Kabambi, what are they saying? And Dr. Kabambi, well, Dr. Mr. Kabambi, right? Dr. Kabambi says, okay, well, one of them is very strongly thinking that some of us should die and maybe some of us live. And Caleb said, what about the other one? And he says, you probably don't want to know about the other one. It's not as good. And Kasong, right next to Dr. Kabambi, leaned over and said, Dr. Kabambi, I want you to know that I am ready if I should die today. Dr. Gabambi looked at him and said, help me understand what you mean, Kassong. Kassong said, I've made a decision. I heard you and your wife singing the other night as I was at the campfire guarding the campsite, and I heard you say, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. I've made that decision. Dr. Kabambi said, that's amazing. And Kassong said, I'm just going to have to believe that somehow God is going to rescue us. And Lenz's mom just so boldly began to pray. While she was praying, Caleb was, excuse me, David was reaching into his side pocket, unzipped a pocket, and guess what he found in there? a pocket knife, wouldn't you know it? And he pulls it out and he's opening it up and he's beginning to cut the rope. And Caleb is looking at him and he said, seriously, what else do you have in your pockets? And Mrs. And, and Lenz's mom just boldly prays, Father, in Jesus' name, apart from you, there is no hope. And we believe that you will protect us even now. Come to our rescue. But Father, even if you don't, and as soon as he, she said that, they heard this crashing of trees, and they heard gunfire and shouts, and this, like, a trumpeting sound of an elephant, but much, much lower. And then more crashing and more sounds and gunfire, and suddenly silence, and the faint crashing again of trees. About this time, David had finally cut through his rope and he's cutting through others and he stands up and he turns around and Caleb says, David, what do you see? What do you see? And David says, I, I, I don't see anything. I, I don't see anybody except guns laying on the ground. And quickly, and un untie the rest of us. They untie, he, he, he cut the ropes of all of them and they stood up and, and Lenz's mom said, praise be to the Lord who rescued us in our time of trouble. Wow. Caleb immediately said, we're going to need to leave. We're not going to go that way, pointing the way in which there was all the gunfire and the broken trees. And he says, we're not going to go the way of our gentle friend. We're going to go this way. And, and Lizzie looks up at him and says, um, back to the city of light. Do you, do you remember the gorillas? And David says, yeah, the horrible 
angry, fierce gorillas? And Caleb says, well, guys, do you remember when they shot the gun and what happened? If I can find my rifle, I think we'll be fine. And about this time now, they're reaching the, the, the ledge, that pathway up behind the waterfall, and they hear a shot and a small tree exploding right above Caleb's head. And they quickly climb onto the path and start running towards the entrance to the city of light. And they hear more gunfire, but apparently the jungle was too thick. No bullets touched them. They quickly ran down the zigzagging steps. Caleb found his rifle, and as they were dashing up the marble steps into the marble building... They heard more gunshot, and above Lizzie's head, a portion of the marble pillar just exploded, and they dashed inside. David said, well, what do we do now? We're trapped in this building. And Lizzie said, when we were here before, I remember seeing in the very back of the building a hallway, and it dumped out into another one of those lava tubes. I'm wondering if that is our way of escape. Now, when they reached the center of the building, Dr. Mr. Kabambi stopped. And he said, this is amazing. It was so, it was as if they were outside in the bright sunlight. It was so light in that room from all those diamonds in the ceiling. Amazing. And Lizzie said, I, there's carvings all around here. I think it tells the story of how the city began. Caleb said, guys, we really have to go. And they dashed, following Lizzie, leading the way until they finally came to that hallway. And at the end of the hallway, it dumped out into that lava tube. And they were running as hard as they could, running as fast and hard as they could. The tube was kind of curving this way. And as soon as it straightened out, maybe 100 yards later, another gunshot explosion and a ricochet. And, 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 and Mr. Kabambi is saying, guys, we got to run faster. And about this time, Lizzie slowed down as she approached another lava tube and light shining through. And David was saying, turn here, let's escape, let's go down this one but she kept going straight David realized why she did when he came to that lava tube maybe 100 or 200 yards long as he saw the silhouetted forms of three mountain gorillas heading their way and by the time Dr. Kabamba and his wife were passed by running as fast as they could he looked they were already a quarter of the way down run faster he said run faster another ricochet of the gunshot and they were running and David was saying I can't believe this is so hard I am exhausted I need to stop and Lizzie was saying you got to keep going maybe you should try out for the cross country team instead of just mowing lawns and they kept running and kept running and then finally they heard the sounds of frenzied mountain gorillas and gunshot and angry men's voices and finally more of the shouts and grunts of the mountain gorillas and the beating of chests and that noise became fainter and fainter and fainter and finally David said I can't run anymore and he, he stopped with just out of breath. I can't believe that was probably the fastest three miles I have ever run in my life. And Lizzie said, three miles? David, that was barely one. <laughs> the Kabambis hugged each other as they were walking now. 
and no sounds behind them. And Mrs. Kabambi, Lenz's mom, said, praise God. Look what he has done for us again and how he has protected us. He is so good. About this time, Lenz looks up at his mom and dad who were, have their arms around him walking down the lava tube. And he said, you know, Caleb's been talking to me the last couple of days. And I want you to know, just like Kasang, our friend, I've made a decision too. And what Caleb told me, I guess is true, because I feel like that moth coming out of the cocoon. And God has done something, and he's, he's changed my heart. I mean, I grew up with you guys in the church, but now I feel free. God has changed me. And of course, mom and dad, they're crying and they're hugging their son. And about this time, again, they see more light and it's, it's the pathway that led up to that rock outcrop, outcrop in which they looked over the valley, that beautiful valley, and first met their gentle friend, do you remember? But they kept on the lava tube and no sooner they, had, they were walking up those winding steps out of that tree and David kind of reached over and patted the tree, and I said, I tell you what, that is one tree of life. Without this tree, we would never found you guys. And he said, I, I don't know what, what's causing all of these blossoms or, or what the fruit is, but wow, look at all of the animals in this tree. This is amazing. And Dr. Kabambi said, shh, listen. And Caleb broke the silence, and he said, is that water? And he pointed off into the distance. He said, that, that's the river. That's the river. And Dr. Gabambi said, guys, we need to baptize two people. Is anything keeping us from doing that? And so off they went. And when they had gotten baptized on their way back, they had just, right before they were reaching the cars, Caleb said, you know what, guys? I'm not sure we have enough room in this one vehicle. And Kasang looked at him and said, no problem there. He opened one of the uh, terrorists' vehicle, the front door, knocked, pushed down on the visor, keys dropped in his hands, and he said, I think we're all set. And Lizzie looked at him and he said, you know what? W what are you guys going to do with this city of light that you have discovered? And Lindsay's mom said, you know what? Paperwork is already done. We just need to put our down payment, and this is going to belong to us, and we're going to be showing this city of light. This is an amazing discovery. And David said, that sounds great. Just maybe don't turn it into a park. Yeah. And so Lizzie said, well, what do you think we can remember this adventure by? And David said, I've got the answer. And he reached into his pocket and he pulled out more than half a dozen small lava rocks. And as they climbed into the cars and they were driving off into the beautiful sun-filled day, Another adventure beckoned to Caleb, David, and Lizzie just down the road. Well, boys and girls, I hope you enjoyed the story of the lost city of light. There's a lot of application here this morning. I'm looking forward to next week because the story that I'm going to begin to tell you is a story that Caleb, David, and Lizzie tell everywhere they go to all the orphanages and children's hospitals that they have founded. Because this story that I'm going to tell you, start telling you next week, changed their lives. It was amazing. 
I want to ask you, boys and girls, do you believe that God can protect you? Listen to this right here. This is what the Bible says in Psalm 107, verse 5, excuse me, verse 6. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from all their distress, all their trouble. That is the goodness of God. He protects us. He keeps us safe. He loves us with an unfailing love. And he, will lo he loves you and he will protect you just like he did those in the story. We cry out to God and he always answers.